Welcome to another Carlin Lowe Sports Show. I'm Robert Laidlaw. I'm Sean Carlin. Now, Sean, another uh, Boston Light and Gawler Grand Final Day done and dusted? Well, what a great weekend, too. The weather was just splendid, so it would have been the perfect weather for football and netball. Especially down at Freeling. It's a wonderful place in the sunshine. Freeling is a nice spot, isn't it? And it's really developing, too. Like they're really Things are growing out that direction, so um, probably great for them to have the Grand Finals there. Yeah, Freeling made the finals, but they were knocked out in the first week in the in the revamp top five this year. Well, that's top five, more opportunities, got to be a good thing. Now, before we get to the results, which I know you are all over, can you remember, I, I have to admit, we did the show earlier in the season, we talked about the season and who you predicted might be up there in the top few, in the top four and five and so on, and maybe even play in the uh, grand final. Now, unfortunately, I got myself a new phone, and that memo that I put and saved, I lost. Now, are you going to tell me that you had it 100% right? Well, look, if I remember correctly, I did say Tanunda and Angleston will be the teams to beat, and Yuri will be up there. And this is the footy, in the footy. In the football. And I remember you saying Kapunda. You thought Kapunda in the netball was. Yeah, I thought I thought Kapunda would be a big uh, a big push in the netball, but you can't write off like the. South Gawler, Gawler Central and um, Boston Districts. Those four teams have been the, the benchmark for a few years now. Okay, so, well, let's get into it then. Well... Shall we start with the netball? Yeah, yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll touch the netball. For a start, congratulations to Penny Chapel from Kapunda. She um, she led her team to an undefeated minor round and she ended up being the best player for the whole season in the whole competition and it's the sixth medal she's won. That's Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. That's a fabulous achievement. It is, it is. But unfortunately for Kapunda, they uh, they had their unbroken record broken in the uh, in the second semi. Boston District, which only lost the two games to Kapunda in the minor round, actually won the second semi, 62-54. But Kapunda uh, rebounded. They beat uh, Gawler Central in the preliminary final. And uh, in the grand final, it was Boston District again, 63-51. to Amazing. So it's really, I mean, it just shows, doesn't it, that finals, when we've got such a close competition, um, it really, you've just got to get it right when it counts. And, and as you said, Kapunda just undefeated all year. That must have been a, a bitter pill to swallow, uh, especially against Barossa District. I imagine that they've got a very strong uh, rivalry. Yeah, they've played a couple of grand finals in recent years. And, uh, you know, the thing is, I suppose it's better for Kapunda that at least they lost a second semi it would have been terrible if they'd won the second semi and went into the grand final undefeated and then lost. That that's, that would be even worse. I think that would be worse, but losing uh, in the finals in that way after such a great minor rounds would be uh, would be hard anyway. Well, when you look at some of the players that have been playing for Boston Districts over the last four or five years, like Jess Wilson and, and Lisa Wilson, who originally used to play for Williston when Williston was dominant, it's good that they're, they're still sort of... Uh, at the top of their game uh, after at least a decade together as, as teammates, those two. And then um, you got Lee Barnett, who also used to play for Williston. She's uh, probably one of the not the most notable type player when you look at the Wilson girls and other of the top-notch type players. But Lee played an outstanding game in the grand final, got the, the medals best on court. Fabulous. Well done. And that's a, that's... You've got three strong players like that straight away. You know, you remember the chance, especially the experience. As you like, I mean, there's a lot of experience there in those three players. Oh, there is, and uh, of course, with Lee Barnett, I used to know her as a kid as Lee 
uh, Beecher, her father, Michael Beecher, used to play baseball with him. What a surprise. <laughs> Is there anyone that you haven't played baseball with? It doesn't seem that way. Well, when are we going to uh, beat well, I think every time we talk about somebody, there is a baseball connection, and you have played baseball with them. I make no apologies. <laughs> well, I suppose, being a hammer thigh, you don't have too many uh, common uh, sport links with people with that sport. Well, only mad Scots and Russians, <laughs> I think. No, it's all good. Uh, just a, a quick look at the, the footy, mate. Now, in the under-15s, um, at the end of the minor round, Blossom District and Tanunda had only lost one game each to each other. So it was going to be exciting uh, final series. And um, at the end of the day, the, the Bulldogs got up 9-11 to 5-4 in the grand final. So that was a, a pretty good effort. And then um, uh, in the under-17s, um, Newey, uh, 15 wins out of 16 games in the minor round. They beat South Gawler by one point in the second semi. Wow. One point, but... One point. Oh, yeah. The Gawler South got their revenge in the in the main game. Yeah, they won by a couple of goals, 10-9 to 8-7. That was, um, that was a, a real uh, bit of a shock, I suppose. Newey were favourites. Well, it sounds that way after such, again, a great season, but um, I know that there was a number of very proud Gawler South boys on Saturday night. I went down to our school ball... And there were a number of boys who obviously have played wearing uh, very proudly their premiership medallions. So they were um, very excited about the day. Now, when you look at the, the B grade, I'll tell you an amazing statistic. Angerston had not won a B grade premiership until three years ago when they won their first. Last year never. they won, no, never won it. Never, never won, won the B grade, no. Then last year they won, went back to back. And on Saturday they went the trifecta. They won a third premiership in a row when their captain Rhys Garland slotted the last goal of the game for the Angleston to win 5-11 to 5-6 against wow, Gawler Central. That's a low score. That must have been a tough game. Yeah, but three in a row for the uh, the Ango boys. That's, uh, well, that is well done for the Angleston boys. That is, I mean, you're on a, they're on a run. Yep. And yep. enjoy it while you can. Now, Tanunda have been a, a, a Top of the table type club for about a decade now, and uh, and uh, last year they missed out in the grand final. They went down to Newry, and Angerston, uh, a club that struggled for many years, they've lifted their game this year, and then they both beat each other once each in the minor round to finish with 15 wins, one loss each. In the uh, second semi, Tanunda knocked Angerston off by um, uh, 21 points, and then uh, Angerston uh, replied with a. Uh, a five-goal victory over reigning premiers Newey. Uh, and in the grand final, Tanunda won 18-13 to 16-12, only by uh, 13 points, but they were 40 points up at three-quarter time. Oh, wow, 40 points. Yeah, yeah. So Angerston had a big last quarter. Yeah, six goals to two. Angerston uh, really made a bit of a, you know, put a, a bit of a scare on the uh, Tanunda boys, but uh, Tanunda sort of deserved the premiership and they held on for the win. Well, well done to Tanunda. And is that science to come for the AFL? Collingwood colours? Well, and then you've got the Port Magpies in the, uh, in the SNFL as well. No, I reckon one Magpie uh, premiership's one enough. Magpie. Yeah. So I agree with you there. One's <laughs> enough. Now, when, the, when you look at some of the better players, um, Lockie Agars... Um, is that what, what they have a, what's the medal for the... Um, the Hearn medal. The Hearn medal. The Hearn family. That's Shannon Hearn, played for West Coast, Captain. Family, yeah. yeah. And, uh, of course, his, his father played for Central's Bunga, and he, his grandfather was a, a Bradman medalist, a top cricketer. So there's... Anyone play baseball from the Hearn family? 
I uh, no. <laughs> but uh, I suppose they're too busy playing cricket and footy, mate. They haven't got the time. But I'm sure if they did, they would be champions at the game. But yeah, so uh, yeah, lucky Agus did quite well, and um, uh, uh, Matthew Pryor, former Central District player, he he, he played very well. Josh uh, Trembath, uh, Glenelg player uh, in the past, he, he kicked six goals. Uh, ben Britton, former Central's player, he um, he kicked um, uh, three goals. So yeah, it was um, it was quite a um, quite a, a remarkable performance. Of course, their coach was. Dean Turlick used to play for Norwood and uh, I think he played for Melbourne in the AFL as well. So lots of former league players there. And, of course, uh, Matthew and Lee uh, Westhoff played for Central. So Matt played, uh, I think, six AFL games for Port Power. So lots of uh, former league talent there in Tananda. But, look, you look at Angerston. Now, their best players on the day were uh, 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 Jack Miles, uh, Ben and Tony and... Um, Steve Summerton, now he played for Portello most recently, he just uh, came into the system. Um, Jay Shannon, who um, uh, a North Adelaide and Portello League player, he's uh, the coach he played, and um, James Papnotti, who uh, used to play for Sturt. So Angerston had a fair few, uh, Mark Bornhold, Western Eagle, so there's quite a lot of former league players playing in the uh, in the PLNG, and they made their presence felt in the grand final. Well, as you mentioned earlier in the year, it is a very, very strong league and obviously, therefore, attracts quality players. And like the Barossa Gorda area, obviously, have always been strong with their football and so they get a lot of good support from, from local businesses, etc., for sponsorship. So um, it's great that those players uh, of those calibre are coming either coming back into the competition or um, coming new into the competition to make it stronger. Yeah, well, you, you look at the Schluter medal for the the best and fairest for the for the minor round. Uh, Wiley McFarlane from uh, Tanunda won the, uh, the the medal this year, and runner up was uh, Steve Ruskin and um, Steve Summerton from Angerston, and Prosser um, District coach Lee Ryswick, who used to play for North Adelaide. So, you know, that sort of shows out the the league talent as well. And then you look at the top goal kickers. Um, Josh Trembath, he got fifty six. Um, as did Newey, Sam Gordon. And then Dean Turlett got 47. So lots of talent running around the BLNG at the moment. That, that competition must be a treat to watch. It must be. Now, you said Newry obviously got knocked out in the prelim. Who was the other uh, team? So in the top five, who were the, the top five in the end? Well, the, you had Angerston was top on percentage over Tanunda. They, they had 15 wins each out of the 16. Uh, Newry up there had 11 wins. So uh, Boston District had seven. Uh, Freeling had six, South had five. Now, Williston, as you recall, lost um, four premiership points from last season. They actually only got um, um, the equivalent of five wins, but they had seven victories. And then uh, Central had three wins, and Kapunda had three wins, but they were bottomed by percentage. So Barossa beat Freeling, so um, the fourth team beat the fifth team in the first final, elimination final. Um, Tanunda beat Newey in the qualifying final. Newey beat um, Blosser in the first semi. Um, Tanunda beat Angerston in the second semi. And then Angerston beat um, Newey in the semi-final. Most of the results... So it were, seemed to go to plan. Yeah, yeah, fairly well. I mean, Based on the season's performance. Although Angerston were minor premiers, it was by percentage. Okay. So, yeah, very, very interesting season. You'd hate to uh, knock any of those teams out next year when you, when you look at... Um, 
Uh, Central had some good wins this year. Uh, Williston up there, South, uh, I think they've already announced um, some new players coming on board for next season. So it all goes well. There's a lot of pressure on the teams that made the, the five to hold their spots. Well, every club wants to get better. And so now we're into that time where players, of course, will have a bit of a break, I imagine. Um, play, sure some, would have been some... play some cricket or baseball? Well, probably baseball, wouldn't they? Um, <laughs> Mad Monday, maybe. Or yep, do they yep. still have? Yep. They, do they have that anymore, or is that like banned these days? Well, I, I believe they do. I mean, so that might that would have been today, or was it around this time, last couple of days. Yeah, more than likely. I I didn't see any uh, ruckus going around the place, so maybe it was uh, up in uh, Tanunda. Maybe. Maybe that. Maybe they're going through all the boss of wineries. <laughs> well, it's a good place to be. Yeah. Well, look, so ends uh, just about finished. Who's your pick for the uh, AFL Grand Final and Premiership this year? Well, I had written off GWS, and so and they've obviously made it through to play Collingwood, and uh, and I, Geelong. See, I've always had a soft spot for Geelong because my mum was Victorian, unfortunately, um, and she grew up in Apollo Bay but went to school in Geelong, so she's always followed Geelong. So I've, I've sort of. Never been a supporter of them, but I always sort of had a soft spot for them. But um, I'm, I'm thinking Richmond. Yes, I'm I, I think they've just shown they've really come strong now, and they, I think they've just planned. They just seem to have their seasons working out for them. Whereas Geelong started off so well, but then they had that bit of a lull in the middle, and they they've been a bit inconsistent. Um, I just don't think GWS. No, you don't. And I just don't want Collingwood to win. (laughs) No, I I do sympathise. Then you look at the SNFL. I saw Glenelg against Adelaide in the preliminary final. And and I'm telling you, at half-time, Adelaide had taken control of the game. They were like 10 points up after Glenelg kicked the first four goals of the game in eight minutes. And it looked like Adelaide had too much class. But then a different Glenelg came out after half-time and they just wiped the board. I think they kicked seven consecutive goals at one stage, and they ended up winning by 27 points, and they look irresistible. Now, they haven't played in the final since 2011. They got the minor premiership. They went down to port by a couple of points in the second semi. So I reckon there'll be a lot of people supporting Glenelg to beat Port Adelaide this week. I think there will be, um, and I think that there's, as we've spoken about during the year, um, because of the you know, the involvement of the AFL teams in SNFL, um, I think there'll be a lot of local support for Glenelg. I mean, I, and I think that's a little bit unfair. I mean, Port Adelaide have been, you know, they're the historically in the SNFL, haven't they? Yep. Um, so I think that's a bit unfair from that point of view. Whereas the Crows is a bit of a different story. But um, I, I just think there'll be Port Adelaide as we've talked just. You either love them or you hate them, don't you? Do you think it could be a repeat of 1973 where Glenelg and Richmond both won the flag? It could be. Now, uh, 73, who would have been the full? Would it have been Fred Phillips, the goal? He would have been the full forward? Well, now, I, was only, I mean, I was only about two years old. No, I was a bit old. Now. I was about... I was about eight. If, I remember Cornsby took a mark. I was at that game. Cornsby took a big mark to put him a point up. Then John Sandlin's kicked a, a goal after the uh, sign to make it seven points. They beat North Adelaide. But I think Rexy Voigt kicked seven goals, uh, a rover back pocket type player. And I think Peter Kelly kicked six goals. So I think Fred Phillips might have been playing in defence. Okay. Now, Peter Kelly, he, he's still involved with Glenelg, isn't he? 
I think he, he, he's still, I've seen him at some of the games, so, yeah. Well, it could be, look, Tananda, black and white. Yeah. So maybe they started the, the rut already, and so we could have Port Adelaide, and then we could go Collingwood, or maybe we will get uh, black and gold. Uh, this weekend and then the following. Well, so ends another Carlo and Lay Sports Show. I'm Robert Laidlaw. I'm Sean Carlin.